Hey, look, Damasi tweeted, posted on I Mastodon. Posted, <laughs> I posted on Mastodon that we're streaming the episode in Clubhouse, and then you were going live. I was like, live right at five o'clock. I was like, crap, I didn't even start the room in Clubhouse while I'm sending people the link. <laughs> and we're now streaming into Clubhouse, or at least we should be. Let me check all your inputs in over there. I dropped you the link uh, in messages, though, so. Make your life a little easier. Yeah, kind of. And I should be unmuted. Wait, did it not start the event? No, it's right here. Oh, okay. There we go. I am in Clubhouse. Unmuted. Okay. But you can hear me. I can hear you. Hold on. And you? No. You don't hear you? I do not hear me. Okay, so that's why we check these things. Because I know what the problem is, at least. Now you should hear yourself. Yep. yep. I knew what the problem was. It, it had changed my input. Because you know, it just felt like it. Even though the input that I'm using to send into Club Deck so everybody can hear you in Clubhouse never is unplugged from the Mac because it's a virtual device. You would think <laughs> you would stick with the thing that's not going to go anywhere. Yeah, but Club Deck does what Club Deck does. I, I have no understanding why it works that way. I, I don't either. So, we're recording early. We are recording early. We're recording a whole 24 hours early. Uh, Wait, supposed no, to be 24 hours early. Well, something like that. Yeah, yeah. It's 24 hours. Sometimes it's 48, though, because sometimes we push it off to Saturday. Well, then we're recording 24 hours late at that point. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Our typical day is Friday. So, the, the repeating event for us is Fridays at 5 Central, 3 Pacific. Yep. Uh, but yeah, I will be in Birmingham, Alabama tomorrow for the A uh, the Alabama Council of the Blind State Convention. That'll be fun. Look forward to seeing some people. So if you're going to be there, check out Demonte. Let's see if he can get some recordings from there. That would be nice. Hey, then we can just play him into our own show. Yeah, man. <laughs> Maybe chat with some other vendors that are there. I didn't think about that oh, until now. Spatial audio? So that means if I were to actually go through the trouble to route you to left, for example, and me to right, that would, yes. uh, that would work for people? Okay, yes. well, yep. not messing with it today, but interesting. <laughs> I didn't see that last week. It might not have been there last week. I mean, it probably uh, was. Th- but. This is all possible, too. <laughs> I might didn't see it because it wasn't there. Uh, yeah. So interesting thing, funny thing happened. Uh, this week I was listening to another podcast and an app that we talked about way back early in the beginning of, uh, technically working. You can probably find us discussing this app for the first time around episode two or three, I would guess of technically working. Uh, if it wasn't the time, no, I think we've been off DM long enough, but we definitely talked about it on technically working, which is Mac whisper, right? So we introduced, we're responsible for introducing several people that we are associated with or friends with to Mac Whisper, which is an application that you download and install on your Mac. And I think it may be M1 only, but it's definitely Mac only. And you can process audio and get your transcripts out of it using the Whisper, the open Whisper uh, transcription model, which is pretty decent. Uh, for free, you get this small model, which is going to be fast, but not nearly as accurate. If you pay, I think when I paid for it, it was like 17 bucks. Uh, well, maybe closer to 20 because it was 17 euros. 
Just depends on the exchange rate then? Depends on the exchange rate that particular day. Uh, but very little money. It's a one-time fee. It's not a recurring subscription or anything. But I, I you know, tried it out, and I was like, hey, it's pretty accessible. The guy was open to working on accessibility. He actually mentioned that he had some accessibility testers before he released it. Uh, so I paid for it, and I actually paid for a couple of licenses, gave, gave away a couple. Uh, and you get access to the media model, which is, more accurate and still reasonably fast, which is why I transcribe like Zoom meetings because I, I pretty much know the gist, gist of the meeting. I just want to something I can go back and review. Or you get access to the large model, uh, which is slow, comparatively speaking, but very accurate. Uh, or you could run it from the command line, which even I wasn't interested in doing. So it tells you how you know somewhat convoluted all of the stuff you had to install was at the time when I first heard about Whisper in general. But I heard, was listening to MacBreak Weekly uh, this week, uh, in addition to hearing that Apple uh, made $20 billion in the last quarter. Um, they do their picks of the week, and Jason Snell picked Mac Whisper. He also mentioned that other app that's in the App Store. Michael, you know the one I'm talking about? AIKO? Ico? Yep, yep, that's it. He mentioned that one too, but he said that he found Mac Whisper first uh, and started using that and talked, you know, pretty much gave the same points to me. You have gone over about it. Uh, he's used it to transcribe the Apple earnings calls so he could go through and look at the transcripts and verify his information before he posted his charts or whatever. And I was like, you know, we were shining light on this app well before. You know, this big, huge podcast came along and then put it out there on the map. But either way, congratulations to Jordy for getting that. That uh, I can't remember your last name, but the Mac Whisper developer for getting that shout out on Mac Break Weekly. Um, and we did it first. I just wanted to say that. We were first to it. That's what you wanted to tell everyone. Is yeah. We were the first I'll to recommend all of that just to say that we did it first. We talked about it first on our show. I just want to get that out there. I mean, listen, man, if I have to come back on a whole new show that's different and talk about something I said years ago on an old show that wasn't true or changed my mind on, I at least should be able to take credit uh-huh. for mentioning yep. something first. Get a little bit of that. credit there. Yeah. And for anybody in Clubhouse, because I'm not looking at the moment, uh, you can hear us. I cannot hear you. Michael can't hear you because uh, we're recording the show. We're, we're not. This is not a live conversation. This is if you want to listen to what the show is going to be. If you want the bootleg that see, if you want that, you want the bootleg feed of the show uh, before Michael edits it up. It makes it sound a whole lot better. Uh, that's why you're here. But thank you for listening. If you are, though, I do appreciate it. Exactly. We appreciate it. And it helps encourage us to keep doing things and to multitask. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I'm getting experience with broadcasting using Audio Hijack, which really isn't that difficult of a process. But once you do it a time or four, then you'll be more comfortable when you need to jump in and broadcast for other things. This is why the more you use Audio Hijack, like the more it's, it's really it's a very complex application, but it's not complicated. If you think about it like that, and I know that sounds a little weird, but it can do some very complex things. But I think overall to accomplish those complex things is not difficult. It's not a complicated process. It just takes a little practice and getting used to it. And the more you use it, the quicker you'll be able to throw things together. Michael can tell you, uh, I don't think any of that ever made it into shows. Any of what? Ah, see, I got to turn off notification. What happened to my automatic go to work mode thing? Right? <laughs> What's going on, man? Notifications come in and distract me. 
Uh, yeah, thanks, Michael, because you're probably listening to your stream to make sure we don't break it or something. Uh, appreciate it. Yeah, because uh, you already gave me some feedback, like you were quiet, so I brought you up in clean feed. And me? see, that's how, yeah, you, but I brought uh, you up in clean feed, but that's how professionals should do it. You didn't even know any of that was going on, and now you sound better. Well, good, good, good. Yeah, I didn't want to yell because I kind of feel like I'm peeking at my own headphones. So, um, because he did get... not do auto gain before we started recording. I actually did, ah. but then I had to lean to the side to grab something because I forgot I rearranged the desk and I was reaching <laughs> for something that was no longer in arm's reach. Uh, uh-huh. So that might have screwed up auto gain. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I, I have sometimes very quickly, like literally in the matter of a couple of minutes thrown together what somebody might look at him like, man, that's a super complicated, you know, audio hijack session. It's like, yeah, but I just threw it together in a couple of minutes because I needed it, uh, including this recording session that I'm using right now. To back up. <laughs> and I you mean, did that a couple years ago. Like, it's not uh, something you just nope, actually did. I oh. did it when we started recording, technically working one week after I had reset the MacBook Air because remember, I didn't export my sessions. I don't remember what you back up and what I don't back up. And so, no, I did not remember that. I just assumed you did. Well, I mean, it, it, it was a similar thing as to what I did a while back, though, where it's like, oh, I need to make a backup recording. Hold on. Let me let me get that started before we start talking. And, yeah, got that done. So here we are. So, um, uh, Did you get the email I forwarded to you from one of our listeners whose name I am forgetting about backpacks? uh thanks to that listener i don't remember the name either i did see the email well i'm gonna be honest like i could go look very quickly but we don't necessarily have that person's permission to throw their name out there either so uh yes yeah but thank you to the listener you know who you are who emailed uh michael about a backpack uh which i shall take a look at uh, i do appreciate it and i saw that michael also replied to you uh and for any listener if you send us an email or you mention both of us on mastodon if Michael replies to you and like, there's nothing really additional for me to add. That's why you don't get a response from me. It's not that I don't see it is I'm one of those people that very strongly believes in not cluttering up communication channels. So hmm. everybody's been in these email chains where you send out an email to a few people and you know, one person replies all and says, okay, that's great. We can do that. And then everybody else has to chime in and say, okay, yeah, cool. Awesome. You're just cluttering up my yeah. inbox. Please stop that. They just want to be seen that they were included in the that they were that they were involved in the email. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. See, and I kind and, of and I, I used to be that way myself. I did, and now I realize how much time I spend in my inbox. And I'm just like, no, I'm not even going to contribute to that anymore. Right. So I'm not going to say that I didn't do it because I was one of those people too. Who and it wasn't necessarily for me a desire to to be seen, seen. as having been in the thread. It was just more or less to acknowledge that I got the message. Um, but after a while, it's like, you know, if I don't get it or if I don't do whatever I was asked to do in the, now somebody asked me something directly, I'm going to respond to that. But, you know, this, this listener sent in an email, shared a backpack, Michael forwarded the email to me, Michael replied to the person and said, thanks for being a listener. I don't know what else Mike said. I actually didn't read Mike's email. I did read the listener's email. (laughs) (laughs) I appreciate the honesty because, you know, makes sense. Sometimes you send me stuff and I just look at the subject and I'm like, oh, I'll read that next week when I need to. Uh I won't worry about it. Thanks. Uh, But I did read the listener email and Michael replied. And I saw the opening of Michael's reply was, you know, thanks for listening and we appreciate. So it's like, okay, well, you know, Mike took care of that. I don't need to reply. Uh, I'll actually mention you on the show, which is a whole lot easier for me. So appreciate the feedback. Anybody else got backpack suggestions? I'm still looking sort of kind of. And thank you to our supporters. 
because we jumped into it and uh, appreciate you uh, for all the support that you provide us. It allows us to do some fun things and exciting things. And uh, I think we have a couple of holidays coming up. That we don't might, take holidays. I was going to say that might consist of you hearing other voices with us on the show. If Demasi does the reach out that he needs to do or the outreach that he needs to do. Oh yeah. Because you're going to be gone. I forgot about this. So. Yeah. I, well, I am going to be gone in September and then I'm going to at the end of September for personal reasons, uh, wedding to go to not mine. And then in October we well, have two, not, three um, conventions. Yeah. Possibly three conventions to go to in October. Yeah, so, so we will. You will hear from other people, or you will hear me, depending on whether or not these people agree. Well, let's start with the honest. So, being fully transparent, first of all, if I reach out to some people before it is too late to ask them about coming to co-host with me on the show while Michael is out, and if they agree, you'll hear other voices. If not, I will just sit here and talk to myself for about thirty-five minutes. I'm like, okay, I'm done. Let's go. <laughs> Do so some get one or the other, huh? I said, do some demos. Yeah, I'll do something. Yeah. Like we will publish shows regardless, though. Like that—that—that's the point. That's why we're we me and Michael have been discussing that too. Is like so that we keep that consistency of public publishing, even though you know things come up. We have to travel. You know, that's why we're recording a day early today because I won't be here tomorrow. We are I'd technically not, working at this podcasting building thing. Exactly, uh, and I'd rather not put Michael in crunch time and have to record on Sunday, and then he, he absolutely has to edit the show to get it out Monday. Uh, because I'm going to be honest, if we record on Sunday and then something happened and we didn't get the show published on Monday, I would be a little annoyed about it, but I also would know why it happened, but I still would be a little annoyed because we yeah. missed a Monday. So let's just record it early. And then Mike has more than enough time to take a break, uh, and edit. You know, he actually probably could edit unless he's booked something else when we normally would have been recording tomorrow. That is a very good plan that I had not thought about until you said something. So now that's what I'm going to do because I have to edit Friday finds tonight. That's the one show that I have less than 24 hours to turn around. And the cool thing about it is Lynn is taking on recording herself now, which is awesome. I'm I'm super excited to see that. And she wants to learn how to edit podcasts in Reaper. Um, So I pointed her at Reaper teacher and said, go check this out. Let's talk after you looked at that because I've realized I like answering questions when people have basic knowledge. Um, and, and that might sound mean, but it's also what I've realized about myself. Uh-huh. We do appreciate all the feedback that I've gotten <laughs> from random callers with AT guys. Today I was uh, talking to someone and he said, Hey, I really like enjoy. I really enjoy listening to you on technically working. It's always different every week and I'm learning something new, but I don't understand hardly anything you guys are talking about. And I get that. I it, it makes sense, but there are people out there who have told us, "Hey, I really like what you're talking about. Can you talk more about this?" So, it's something that doing podcasting every day of the week now I've learned is I I subconsciously knew that there was a wide variety of technology using ability people. Uh like, you know, people who are new to technology, someone who doesn't uh, know the difference between tab and shift tab and alt tab. And then you have programmers out there too. But I'm realizing with unmute and the other projects we're involved in that you and I both can talk to a wide variety of people. If the scenario is right, if we're you know trying to mix in a wide variety of beginners to advanced people, sometimes that can be difficult, but not everyone can can make that differentiation either. 
Yeah, and I'm glad you could say that word because I cannot say that word. Uh, but no, I think it, I, so. We have intentionally at times in the past tried to do that, and that's when it kind of didn't work for us. I, I think as one of the reasons the show is the way that it is is because I feel like when we just sit down and have natural conversations, we're, we touch on a lot of different things because we're involved and we come in contact with a lot of different people. So, and we do a lot of different things. We do a myriad of things. I can say that word. Oh, <laughs> uh, let me check this stream real quick. Hold on one sec. Did uh, you know that Control M will mute a tab in Safari and it also mutes a tab in Edge? I did not know this. Yeah, I accidentally <laughs> learned this today. <laughs> I don't remember what I was doing, but somehow I hit Control M and it said tab muted. And thankfully I wasn't on a call, but that I'm like, wait a minute, that could be really helpful. So I showed that on Mastodon. That is helpful. So I'm assuming it mutes the current tab that you're in only though. I'm going to have to play with that. There is a way to mute all tabs. Yeah, maybe control shift M. Maybe. Or maybe in Safari, control M just mutes all tabs. I'm not just, certain. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I did it just to test it and it did work. So see, we talk about random things like keystrokes that both of us find. Yeah. So you mentioned to me earlier today. Uh, I just want to say it one more time, though. We did mention Mac Whisper first. I just want to put that out there so that people know. It's a great app. You should check it out if you need to do transcripts, though. And I think that one-time fee is decent. Uh, and we're getting very close to a point to where that is going to be a major part of my workflow. Uh, about the only thing we're missing there now is uh, people identification still isn't great. No. Unless you feed it people separated but in one track it is not the best yeah that multi-track feature though and catching zoom meetings has been been working pretty well for me but moving on to a topic because i do want to know what you bought i'm always interested when people buy stuff because sometimes it gives me a reason to buy something and then sometimes i'm like oh okay great i don't have to buy that thing i'll see what you have to say about it uh so you mentioned that i'm gonna say friend of the show i don't even know if you listen hey doug uh, a friend of the show. What's that mean if you listen? Uh, man, listen, Doug, just send me a text. Like, don't, don't get that See, voice. That's out, the though. funny thing. Him and I usually only communicate in WhatsApp. There's, there's no reason to it. We have texted before, but we just go back so to WhatsApp. For you, I think this probably started or the reason that you were jumping into WhatsApp as one because you were there. Uh, with like some of the different groups that were out that may still exist uh, in WhatsApp. Yeah. But when you were doing your, you know, kind of going th- from iOS to Android for a little while, then back to iOS, it made sense to be on WhatsApp more so than messages because you didn't lose conversations across a device. Or did you? Like, no, no. they didn't sync your stuff in the background, right? No, it, 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 it didn't sync my stuff, but WhatsApp will let you set it up so it'll automatically back up. So then when you sign in, then you can sign in and get your details because it's ah. the same phone number. So it didn't keep go. them synchronized, I don't think. I th- No, because you can only be signed in to, to one, one mobile device at a time, I believe. But you could restore your conversation yes. history if you configure it to back. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Because Signal is kind of like that, too. Like, if I sign into a new device with Signal, I do not see any of my old conversations. There may be a way to back up. I never look because nobody really talks in Signal. Everybody's in WhatsApp. Uh, but I think that's probably why, for you, it, yeah. it sticks more, whereas I just never... Uh, look, man, I got too many apps. And... Anyways, hi, Doug. 
<laughs> What's happening, Doug? But you said Doug, uh, Doug had you buying stuff, which he does to both of us at different times. Where he's like, "Oh, you should try this." Uh, so, what did Doug get you to buy this time? So that should be a segment. I gotta get my soundboard. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta get a soundboard. We we'll get Stephen or Sean or someone else to record that. Get the same. I don't want the same voice. They have their own voice. We need to find a different voice. Uh, but what did we will unmute someone else and let Ooh. them do the jingle for what did these fools buy this week? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm opening eBay right now because that was the first place I went to look, and I forget the model number, and I want to make sure that I tell people the model number. But let me set this up first now that I have it. So I have been getting back into ham radio stuff. And whenever you talk to Doug and you have questions, you um, end up getting answers. And those answers sometimes make you want to go spend some money. So uh, some stuff was going on locally. And Mallory's like, hey, what's going on in Coos Bay? There's an accident because she knows I always have a radio on. And I said, I don't know. When I dropped my radio I have for the last time, I only can get our local city police. And she's like, oh, well, what do you need to get uh, Cruise Bay again? And I told her, I'm like, well, we could go the cheap route and pick one of these up. They're uh, usually anywhere between 17 to $30 radios. And then just manually program, in, program them in with the frequencies for local responders and then just put it in scan and don't use it really for broadcast or talking on because it's not necessarily the best quality and you know, it, it does the job, but it's not the best. Well, we had some Amazon credit, so ended up paying a dollar for it and that's kind of nice. So it got here yesterday and I was getting it set up and talking to Doug and Doug's like, yeah, you should look at the TYT M D U V. So Mike Delta uniform, Victor 380 handheld radio. Um, and I said, why should I look at this? And he was telling me about how it is accessible and you can flash the software to it to actually make it talk to you. And yeah, so tomorrow when I get paid, I'm spending a hundred dollars on a radio, even though I just bought one. But the nice thing about it is now I have multiple radios around. And I see how they start to duplicate. I did tell Doug because apparently he wasn't feeling good for a little while. Uh, then I'm glad that he's feeling well, even though he makes me buy stuff because he always has the answer. And if he doesn't, he'll figure it out fairly quickly. But you ask Doug a question and he, he's always got an answer for you. Yep. 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 Yeah. Glad Doug is feeling better. Yeah. He, he, he makes my adventure recover it. Uh, seem like a walk in the park, literally. So glad he's on demand, feeling great. I need to talk to Doug because I'm curious. And you can take this out if you want to. Live people on find if you hear this, but I'm curious because I just heard a rumor. Mike, you can tell me this actually because you're on 17. Have they moved the in call button on the screen? The in like what do you mean the end? The call end button? call button. Oh, end call? Yeah, yes. they have. Pretty sure. Huh. I wonder if Doug has to redo anything because of that. Probably. Yeah, I should talk to him. Yeah. Um, you should pick up some of these handheld radios, though. I should send you a link. Um, as I said, they're not the best quality, but they're 30 bucks, And you can, assuming that your local police are still using analog radios, uh, tune into those. So can't hurt to, to try it. Yeah, should pick up one. Because, listen, man, when the... Uh, when, when when the thing happens and the stuff hits the fan, it'll be nice to know that it, what's going on because they've or at already least have taken a way to talk to people. <laughs> yeah, because you know they will be on the internet's going to be the first thing to go down. I'm telling you, 
I'm surprised more that voting for you. Mm-hmm. All right, I just hit save all because I realized I hadn't done that even once yet, and we're 30 minutes in. It's funny what having your own audio hijack backup does to you. Yeah, I noticed you usually only had like two or three saves. I'm like, why does he only have two or three saves? I usually have like 20 or 30 saves. <laughs> so paranoid. And that makes sense. Now you know, now you know why. It's like if anything really, really blows up, like the audio and audio hijack is not going to be terrible because you're going to sound the same way you sound to me now in audio hijacks recording. Sound engineering. So what do we got next? Oh man, I don't know. I just said something about VoIP phones. I thought about asking you the difference. Can you tell me the difference in the two phones that you have? Nope. Um, so the biggest difference in the two phones that I have is one will actually give me a web interface to configure it. So I can go in and actually make configuration changes to the SPA 525G VOIP phone. Um, I still can't actually interact with the screen and stuff, but that's one difference. Whereas the other phone, the bigger one, has a bigger screen. It's more colorful. It looks nicer, but you have to configure it with XML files and not go in through a web page and configure it. Ah, okay. Okay. So, and that is the one that I got from Doug, I think. Yeah. It has like six buttons. I, I haven't went and picked it up yet. I haven't oh. made it to the mailbox place yet. Oh. And now I'm just waiting because I'm waiting on something else to show up there. So I figure, you know, don't duplicate trips. Yeah. Are you going to use your, so you're not flying anywhere when you travel tomorrow, right? Nope. Just riding up to Birmingham and riding back. Birmingham is about an hour to get to this hotel is probably an hour, maybe an hour 15 or something like that, depending on traffic. Mm. Okay. I'll just pay, uh, the person driving for taking me up and bringing me back, which uh, round trip paying them is still cheaper than a one way trip would be in an Uber. In an Uber to get, yeah, there. yeah. That's the Ubers and Lyfts are nice when you just have to make a quick jaunt. Or I'm thinking about the Seattle trip that I'll be making at the end of October. We'll get off a train stop away from where the hotel is, but just getting an Uber is uh, more convenient at that station, and it's not super expensive. And that's nice technology, but then when you actually need to go somewhere substantial, it can get expensive real fast. Well, it also depends on where you're at as well. Um, uh, because Uber's here to me, and I'm going to check because I didn't check the last time I was up in Birmingham overnight, but I'm going to check while I'm up there this time. I, I may have and just don't remember, but I'm going to make sure I check and make note because to me here in Tuscaloosa, at least, Ubers are significantly more expensive than they are or have been anywhere else I've been that had Uber or Lyft available. Mm, gotcha. Uh, I know sometimes that that comes down to, you know, uh, population, but Tuscaloosa really isn't like a small place. Like it's, right. it's, it's not huge. You know, it's not Atlanta. It's not Birmingham. It's not, you know, it ain't LA or something, but you know, it, it's, it's decent size and there's a very large university mm-hmm. uh, and a couple of smaller universities like university of Alabama is not the only school here, but that is the biggest school here. Uh, and that is the most widely known school here, but there are several uh, colleges around here too. So it's quite a big population. So I'm a little confused as to why it is so expensive, but I don't know. 
But it is. It's to the point that I often will, I find it cheaper to give somebody five or 10 bucks to run me around to a couple of places and come back than to take an Uber to get there because yeah. I would pay one way what I'm giving them to take me a couple of places. Um, can we talk about, because we never did have this conversation, we can have it here or we can do it later, about the services that are being tried by uh, Mrs. Babcock. Well, yeah, we can talk about them. Uh, so one of which I'm going to be poking at. So she is trying your favorite email client, or is it still your favorite email service? Fastmail. Fastmail. I still like Fastmail. Like I don't, I don't really have their web interface is terrible for yes, streaming. I actually hadn't tried it on Windows to be fair, but on the Mac, it's it just is, as bad. It's horrible. It, it moves your focus around a lot. There's a lot of little. I think they just need to tweak their stuff. And being transparent, I have not reached out to them to try to explain it because it's a hard thing to explain. Uh, and I also don't have to interact with it all that much. So right. I just kind of leave it alone. Yeah, she's uh, trying I, fast mail out. And the other service that I, the phone service, uh, Nextiva, I couldn't remember the name ah, of it. That's it. Yeah, I've yeah. heard of them. Yeah. Uh, they've been on some some ads on some podcasts. And I have not played with their app. I will this weekend, it looks like. Um, and she seems to be pretty satisfied with it. They're not the cheapest, but as I told her, if that's the avenue she wants to go with the venture she's going on, then I'm fine with it because I love her, but I don't necessarily always want to be it because I'm already it enough at home. So if someone else can take care of the phone (laughs) stuff, why not? Uh, especially if it works into the budget. So that's uh, what she's been playing with just with one line. They, they're targeted at small businesses that have multiple lines. So I had to go through and take out a couple of things that, leads me into read your contracts that people send you just saying, cause that can be important. Um, and I'm trying to think if there's any other service, she played with an AI logo generator that I did not play with. Um, so that was, uh, interesting. She liked the experience, um, which is awesome. She should get on discord and try mid journey. You have to be, how does mid journey work? I have no idea, man. Okay. <laughs> okay. Ask Ben. He probably knows. <laughs> probably. Or read one of these millions of articles I get emailed every week about stuff like that. You know. Uh, I'm probably headed back to Google Workspace myself. Um, just because I, I don't really see a way not to have to pay them money unless I want to lose everything that I have over there. And I don't want to do that. And I also don't want to pay for two different services to give me email. So... But I don't really have any problems with Fastmail. Honestly, the app on mobile, at least on iOS, is is decent. Like I don't experience navigation issues with the app, and it's pretty much just a web interface wrapped in the app. Like it's it's not anything spectacular. But once you have it set up and configured, you're you're I'm good with it. It's a fine service, five bucks a month uh, if you want your own domain. I think. Uh, but yeah, decent service there. VoIP MS is still my favorite, most favorite thing one of my most favorite tools that you've introduced me to uh, i finally downloaded doug? groundwire i finally downloaded doug was talking about it on discord with us one day and i'm like oh yeah i have That's an account it. there i've never done anything with it but and he's like oh you should so again doug got me to spend some money we we'd need that jingle mix <laughs> what's we, we doug do got me that. to buy we we do need that jingle because yeah doug is responsible for where my dns is currently being hosted at also currently currently okay. i'm moving 
all yeah. moving. Have you, have you talked to Doug about why and can you get Doug to buy something? Um, so I haven't talked to Doug. I haven't, actually haven't talked to Doug uh, in a while. I need to call him and, and have a chat with him just to make sure he, he's okay for real. But no, I haven't talked to him. Message? Yeah. I sent him. I, we've been texting. Like, we've been <laughs> iMessaging yep. each other. Yep. Yeah. No, nah, we just haven't talked on the phone in a while. Uh, but no, I hadn't talked to him about that particular move. So right now, cloud DNS is where I'm at. I am moving, uh, partially because it really gives me a reason now to say we got to feed the bunny. And I've been wanting to say that. <laughs> uh, but no, I don't think Doug actually needs to move because he, what he, I, if I'm not mistaken, Doug's still using the free plan on, on cloud DNS. If, if he's not using the free, he's grandfathered into a really good plan. I think it was Probably. better than the one you had. Uh, yeah, so he, he's uh, he, well, their prices really aren't terrible. Like I said, the, the cost I quoted you for what I pay them every month, uh, or what I would pay them annually because I did pay annually, annually one year, uh, is because I wanted custom name servers. If I took that cost out, I would be looking at right now about nine ninety nine a month. Gotcha. Uh, and you can get as cheap as I think two ninety nine a month, uh, depending on it's just you know number of domains and things like that. So what I'm more than likely gonna do. Uh, just because I'm a very careful uh, IT person and I also very believe very strongly in backups is I'm going to move my stuff to the new service. Uh, so I'll start exporting records and stuff as soon as I get a few other things done. Start exporting records uh, and getting them imported into the new service and then point my custom name service to the new service so nobody you muted yourself in the house. I did? Yeah. I think somebody else muted me in Clubhouse. No. Nope. I'm not even muted. in Clubhouse. I don't know how long you've been muted for, but. Uh, okay. Now I'm on hey, mute. Thanks for hanging out in the silence. Uh, nobody told me I was muted. I, I didn't, I'm like, something doesn't sound right. I don't hear Demosi ah, like three times in my head right now. I only hear him twice. I wonder what happened there. Maybe oh, you, you tried hitting control M when we were talking about muting in the Safari and you were well, actually, I think you that. spoke control M and then the Mac interpret. Uh-huh. I didn't even know how that window opened though. Yeah. Yeah. Or it just automatically muted you, which is possible too. That's possible. Who knows? Who knows? But, uh, yeah, so I'm going to move stuff over to the new service and get that switched over. Hopefully that goes seamlessly, but I will still have stuff in cloud DNS. And then once that is successfully done, what I'm actually going to do is I will still be paying cloud DNS a little bit of money, not as much as I'm paying them now, but a little bit of money to serve as a failover DNS uh, resolver for me. Just in case something goes down, people hopefully won't notice it. Right. And you know about the reliability and stability of cloud dns because you've used them for the last couple of years so having them as a backup makes a lot of sense especially for right now and then evaluate things in the future exactly and if i set them up correctly when i add new records to the new service they'll also be replicated over to cloud dns so uh, that way i have a a decent backup if anything goes wrong i can switch back over and dns with some companies moves pretty fast cloud dns is one of those cloudflare is another like you know so if i make a change uh, that that should populate or propagate as they say pretty fast i've never actually had to wait 48 hours except maybe with one or two companies where i change dns for a customer it's like okay uh this should take like maybe a couple of hours and then it does literally take a yep. day 
Yep. Every time you tell them, this is only going to take a couple hours. I know it says 48 hours. I have just stopped saying that. I'll It'll stop be done when it's done. Unless unless it's done in Cloudflare or something like that. Like, I, because Cloudflare is pretty fast. Like, this will be done before the end of the day. Like, because they, unless something drastically goes wrong. And if it does, then probably the rest of the internet is going to be having problems too. I haven't been using Cloudflare as much. I have a couple domains hosted there, but that's. I still have a few there. Yeah. Uh, they're mostly personal things. Though. I don't really have anything business related over there anymore. Do you remember, and maybe you told me, what's the name of the health interface app for iOS? Or is health, health really view. the only way? Health view. That's the name of it. I'm going to have to check that out because I'm capturing more data in health. I really don't know why all these notifications are keep going off. I got a question for you that yes. you, you can or cannot leave in the show. I, I don't have a preference. Listen, so, okay, we put this Slinger. The Slinger is a uh, lanyard device that could be attached to your phone. No, we put the Slinger on Tia's phone, uh, mm-hmm. the the one with the wallet case, because she actually likes that one. She's like, oh, I would keep this on my phone all the time. So here we go. Put it on her phone, and either my expectation of how you're supposed to put it on is wrong, so I told her wrong, or something because the straps are not going around the phone so like she just has it resting on her chest right it will like that left strap that's over the the camera that that's near the camera bump kind of cuts across the camera a little bit like you have to manually kind of adjust that is that normal yes okay yep yep you got to kind of take your finger and tuck it over the side i've found unless i'm putting it on wrong too now it might be worth checking to see how much that impacts the view because I, I did hear when you just have it sitting there that it'll go across the camera a little bit. But when it's actually extended, Ira doesn't seem to find it to be an obstruction of what they can see. Gotcha. Gotcha. Another idea, too, because I put the long strap on hers and I may be thinking about it. That might be a part of the problem, though, is the actual lanyard as it's extended. That part may mm-hmm. Because it's more extended with the shorter, I'll, I'll play around with that. I was just checking because I was like, I think that did this. I thought Mike was like, no, it goes around the sides of the phone and kind of cups it so it doesn't get in the way and impede your camera. Because that's the whole idea is you want to use your back facing camera. Use your, yeah, and I've, I've used my back facing camera with it when I was going through Vegas. So either they didn't complain at all or. Uh, I'm just used to blind people doing weird stuff. <laughs> That too. Like, oh, you got your finger on the camera. It's okay. I can see it. Just yeah. let's, let's just not even make an issue of it right, right. now because I can still see. I'm sure that happens more than we want to even think about. Man, I thought it was funny when I was in Houston and I called Ira to help me with the soda machine. I was like, "Just so you're aware, nope, yeah, it was just was it the soda? No, it was the thermostat." And I was like, mm-hmm. uh, "You know, just so you're aware, we're having a convention. Convention weeks are going on, so you're probably going to get a lot of people with a lot of similar types of requests." She's like, "Oh yeah, we know, we we know, <laughs> we, we prepped for this week." I was like, "Oh, yeah. Well, good, yeah, yeah." That's a company that that is connected. Thank you, Janine, of the Fedora. Yes. So we have a new product. I promise this isn't going to be an AT guys commercial, but we do have a new product that we talked about yesterday on the newsletter. If you're not part of that, go to AT guys and choose the newsletter link. And uh, that is a keyboard and you've played with it more than I have. I mean, I'm familiar with it, but it has kind of turned into Nicholas's external keyboard for his gaming. So this is the iClever BK10, I think is the model of it. 
And yep. it will connect to three different devices. We do have a keyboard layout on AT Guy's website. Type in BK10 in the search. It'll take you right there. This has been more popular than I thought it would be. Uh, I, that's that's happening to me lately. I don't know why. But it's been very popular um, and people haven't really gotten their hands on it yet. The one thing that someone did ask me about the difference in the Bluetooth keyboard, the pluggable folding and the BK, because uh, I told her, I said, the folding keyboard doesn't have a number pad. So she asked me, how do you enter numbers? And I explained the number row. And I heard two or three times today that someone was interested in the keyboard, but they didn't care less about the number pad. Anytime I talk to anyone, it's always about the number pad. Always. It's just a divisive topic, man. Some yeah. people really want a number pad. And some people really could care less. And I learned this when I was still using Windows. And, you know, typically we would buy a Windows laptop. And me, I never went for the super huge laptops because I wasn't going to benefit me other than just add weight. Right. So, and I would see people that would buy these huge, ginormous 17-inch, you know, Toshibas or whatever. I'm like, why do you have this huge thing this this dinner tray that you're carrying around <laughs> with you all the time oh because it has a number pad on the side it's like really yeah so I, I got my insert key over here and i can do my thing with my jaws and, and i'm rocking out it's like why don't you just learn the laptop keyboard layout nope takes too long don't have time for it uh and then there are some people who like me are like most times i could really care less about it although i have a full extended keyboard with a number pad in front of me and has have had such a keyboard for years with my Macs, whether they were laptops or desktops because i do want my number pads on the mac <laughs> but that's because of numpad commander which makes it more of a useful thing it's not just because it 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 you know gets rid of me having to use the typical layout for voiceovers like it does actually add more utility to the computer i need to do more with numpad commander because i have stuff set up on it and it's working but there's so much more i could do with it you can run scripts man yeah and shortcuts and shortcuts which i should do but you know you do things as you need them done and sometimes it just starts to take too long you're like yeah if i keep doing this i won't get anything done today I forgot to reply. Hopefully that person listens to the show. I will still reply to them. Uh, they asked about what do you do about that little voice? Uh -huh. I have a different answer this week. It depends on the mood I'm in. Sometimes I just tell it to shut the hell up. Sometimes. And then sometimes you go do something else. And, yeah, sometimes you go do something else. Yeah, man. I think this has been a pretty... Shortest show. But Pretty short show. Sometimes I mean, I, so we got to have we, that we Well, one, we didn't come up with a whole bunch of stuff in between last week's show and today that we needed to talk about. Yeah, since we recorded late last week anyways, so it literally feels like we just recorded two days ago. It does kind of feel like we just <laughs> had this conversation, like almost. Yeah. So that's a part of it. But I think overall, a good, interesting show. And for people out there listening, you know, check out the radio that Michael mentioned because that is a good way to keep up with what's going on in the neighborhood or around you in your area uh, without waiting for it to pop onto the nightly news. Uh, yes. Or trying to follow the news story on Facebook because, you know. <laughs> Facebook of course, you don't never, have Twitter anymore to just, you know, follow your local local hashtag and get updated. people ever you know, follow local gone. news on Twitter? I, I never I could know. find local I, news I think Twitter. some people. I, I think it depends on where you're at. Yeah. I'd always go to the Facebook neighborhood groups. And now I 
don't remember the last time. I think I opened Facebook like two weeks ago to post a episode or a YouTube, but I'm in TikTok all the time. And Nicholas has convinced me to watch YouTube shorts now. And his reason for YouTube shorts is because you can watch them all you want. But if you want to go watch a longer form movie, you just tap on the longer video. Hmm. (laughs) He just said, correct me if I'm wrong. I did not know it worked, but I also haven't really looked at any YouTube shorts. Yeah. Because the stuff that I go to YouTube for is typically long form content anyway, and there's not going to be a short of that. Uh, I'm not going to commit to making shorts because I don't got enough time for the stuff we're already producing right now. Uh, we'll we'll uh we'll get there at some point oh, yeah. maybe where we'll start cutting clips out of shows and have them posted. Ideally, maybe somebody else will come along and do that. That could be an exchange for someone too. Like if they're you know doing a show and they can't edit their own show, but they can go you know post stuff to YouTube or something. Right. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people are playing around with shorts. Uh, it's it's going to be interesting, I think, going forward to see what YouTube is able to do and how much of that market share they're able to pick up with shorts mm-hmm. versus TikTok. Because right now, TikTok rules that little area, even though everybody's kind of taking their run at them. Uh, they're they're still tops. You know, to to the point that basically Facebook, who usually doesn't make stuff that easy. <laughs> Uh, it, it's fairly easy to repost your, your, your TikTok videos to Facebook or for someone to share a TikTok video to Facebook. Because uh, uh-huh. they want you to stay inside of Facebook. Well, you know, hey, it keeps you in Facebook, but that the content, a lot of it is coming because Tia does not use TikTok, but she watches a lot of the TikTok content on Facebook because on. it's been reposted to Facebook. Yeah. So... And I just get my I get my TikToks, you know, Sent artisanally hand delivered to me <laughs> in, in, in messages. So, you know, I don't have to do anything. He hasn't gotten TikToks from me in a while. Nope, I haven't actually. Yeah. I wonder what the last one was you sent me. It'll probably take a while to find it, though. Probably. Because it has been a while. It was probably was an officer duty one. Uh, I think it might have been the guy with the kid with the ice cream. Yeah. He'll get a brain freeze in his, in yep. his throat. Yep, that makes sense. I think that was that would have been off the Rudy. <laughs> I remember that. Uh, well, um, email tw at yourownpay.com right now. That will change. I promise you guys one of these days. Um, one of these days is going to change, but also you can still keep using it because it'll just redirect unless Michael breaks something. Which is very possible. Uh, Mastodon, I'm on Mastodon at Payon, P-A-Y-O-W-N, at unmute.community. He's at, he's Demossi at unmute.community. When I say it that way, it sounds like I'm saying at too many times. I had to go correct that. (laughs) He's at, at, at. Yeah, at, 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 at dot. (laughs) Oh, I should go make a new account. At, at unmute. (laughs) No. I'm not going to do that, that to work? People. Can you use root at unmute.community? Does that get to someone? I mean, I can do whatever I want to do. It's my server. Like, <laughs> you know, I don't know if technically that's the right thing to do. But yeah, I could do that because, I mean, I can go just edit the config files if it's like, oh, no, this doesn't work. What the hell you say? Yeah, right now the Mastodon server, I think, still says we don't have an admin. Yeah, because we don't. Yeah. But also, we don't have any way for anybody to get in to try to take over the admin account either because there's no admin account. Right. There is no back door here is what I'm trying to say. If you can't get through the front door, you're not getting <laughs> in. It's basically how that works, which is how come I haven't touched it? Because 
we don't have anybody else on the server. And it's not really my intention in the short term to have to worry about managing a bunch of users. Uh, that'll be something for somebody else to do at some point, possibly in the future. But I don't want to get into uh, or we just keep it a small, you know, I think gotta be, keep it show host. Uh, that, 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 uh, yeah, yeah. But even, you know, even yeah. then you might have to, somebody yeah. needs to moderate just a little bit. Maybe just keep an eye on people. That sounds like too much work. Let's just it keep does. it how it is. <laughs> exactly. Right. Now you see why nothing's moving over there. It's, it works. And yeah. that's all that matters. Uh, but yep, that's how you can get in touch with us. Damasi, D-A-M-A-S-H-E at unmute.community and payon, P-A-Y-O-W-N at unmute.community. Um, next week when we record, we'll have a surprise for you. That's yes. all I'm going to say. Because I don't know what the surprise is. I mean, I'm sure I probably do, but we'll have a surprise for you. There will be a surprise or there will be something new and interesting to talk about. But yeah, there'll be a surprise for people, I yeah. think. Yeah. Maybe two. We'll see how things look. We're going to have a real, I'll tell you about it next week. Uh, I'll give people a hint, though. I spent today migrating email, so. Hmm. Okay. Tune in next week. Tell a friend. And... Uh, Tell a friend. We appreciate that. Rate us if you do that. I, I don't really request ratings all that often because I don't go rate people's shows. So I completely understand that it can be a pain in the neck. Uh, but the best thing you could do for us outside of communicating with us and letting, letting us know what you like, giving us feedback, uh, you know, giving us ideas for things you want want us to talk about or would like us to cover is uh, tell a friend, like Michael said. Let somebody else know that you like the show because if you're still listening, uh, and you've been listening this long, you obviously like it. So you should tell somebody else. I mean, if you get a great flavor of ice cream, you tell people. So tell people about the great podcast. Did you know on the Unmute Podcast Network, every Friday, Lynn sits down and chats about three tech news stories that caught her attention over the last week. If you're interested in a quick recap of stories you may not have heard, check out Friday Finds with Lynn every Friday. Find Unmute in your favorite podcast app and send us an email to feedback at unmute.show with stories you think Lynn should check out. Stay abreast with this week's news updates.